just trying to figure it out. I don't know what was happening there. I think it might have been the Yeti. I may be retiring the Yeti. You don't like it, really? That's the only one I use. Yeah, well, uh, it's not. I, I, I think I'm going to get a new mixing board and all that stuff. This, uh, this thing hasn't been working out too well. But, you know, we'll figure it out over time. Got to talk to our sponsors. We need sponsors. That's, we need uh, sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I meant by we got to talk to them. <laughs> we need some sponsors. We'll take that first. And then, uh, you know, we could start doing some, some commercials and what have you, you know. <laughs> just, wanna, just throwing it out there. I don't always uh, podcast, but when I do, I drink Heineken. <laughs> That's right. I'm a Miller Lite guy. I wouldn't mind uh, doing any sponsor, uh, you know, <laughs> doing some sponsor work. Miller Lite. <laughs> Miller Lite. Very womanly of you. I like that. Yes, I'm watching. My, it's, bi- <laughs> it's bikini season. I am watching my waistline. <laughs> you know. Oh, okay. I got the I got yeah, some I beach dates coming up, some weddings. Oh, I'm sure. One on the east yeah. coast, one on the west coast. We actually have Try a to wild. Keep that sl- <laughs> a slender figure. I gotta keep it you slim got- and trim. That's my goal in life here. You got weddings on you got weddings on both coasts? In one week. Damn. In one week I have to go we have to go to a wedding in California at a vineyard in northern California. And then we're gonna Go from there to um, a Maine, a wedding in Maine that weekend. Damn. Yeah, it's outrageous. Yeah, that's well. Yeah. I basically. It's kinda I, nice. It is kind of nice to knock out two weddings in one weekend, though. You know. Yeah, Instead I'm essentially. We're gonna take yeah. off basically the whole. That that whole like we're gonna take off like a ten day period. I think. Yeah. So that's a good little trip. Good to. I've never been to Maine. I'd like to go to Maine. I haven't either. Actually, this will be an interesting uh, experience. And this vineyard's pretty cool. I've been to this vineyard once before. It's a wild. It's a wild place. The guy who owns it was one of the original co-founders of Chipotle. Oh wow! He retired, sold his stock, or maybe still has it. I don't know. And he. Um, has a vineyard in Northern California. And that's, wow. what, that's what he does. He's a really interesting guy. <laughs> and that's... <laughs> uh, ask him if he wants to invest in a podcast. I, you know, when I see... He actually... Funny story about this guy. Uh, he's a billionaire. Okay, let me just set that out there. He's definitely a billionaire. And we were at his vineyard about three years ago. Uh, for another wedding, we had driven down there from Seattle. And we were staying there. He let us be guests at their uh, apartment, like penthouse apartment. It's a full floor in an apartment building in San Francisco, downtown, <laughs> that they just stay at whenever they're just hanging in San Francisco, you know? Jeez. Emma and I got absolutely wasted. She threw up all over their, like, multi-thousand dollar sheets that are, like, Egyptian <laughs> silk. <laughs> That happened. And then uh, we, they invite us up to their vineyard for the day, and then they're so gracious and nice, they end up inviting us to stay the night. They had, obviously, an extra chateau room somewhere on the, on the, on the grounds, you know. It was so crazy. And we're hanging there. We're having steaks made. It's one of the, one of the greatest times ever. 
And um, the guy who I know, his who it's his dad, his name is Adam. He's a good buddy of mine. Uh, he is standing across the way, and he throws a kumquat at me, right? And I don't know if you know what a kumquat <laughs> is, but a kumquat is like a, a mini, like kind of like orange, you know? It's like a tiny little right. orange. You could like eat the skin and everything. Yeah. And his dad is telling us some, you know, important story in his life and this kumquat comes flying at me and so i instinctually as any guy would do i grab the kumquat and i whip it back at him of course in this moment though my i was a little disoriented a little drunk and (laughs) the throw didn't have the trajectory i hoped it would and the kumquat hits this billionaire in the face That's why nobody in our family ever made it. There's, 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 there's always a kumquat. There's a hundred stories. There's a hundred stories of polices on the cusp of greatness, and then the kumquat. In comes the kumquat. Kumquat. The kumquat enters the scene. It's the MacGuffin in every story. <laughs> the billionaire was about to change my life forever. And then the kumquat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so I hit him in the face with this kumquat. Um, he pauses in total. The guy's a billionaire, so he's probably. It's been a long time since he's been in the face. Been hit in the face. <laughs> And he's, it's been a long time since he's had someone murdered, probably. So, and he was probably thinking about all of that in one moment. And he uh, pauses for an extremely long period of time and smiles, and uh, everybody kind of goes on uh, as if it never happened. And I slept very poorly that night, and uh, we hit the road the next morning. But they made us this incredible breakfast, and we had coffee and fresh-squeezed orange juice. And uh, about a year later, my friend Adam, he went back home to visit, and he sent me a little thing in the mail, and it was a kumquat peel. And (laughs) (laughs) Good sense of humor about it. He asked his dad about it, and um, his parents ended up, they loved Emma and I. They just had a great time hanging out with us. We brought all this great weed that we had collected on our road trip down from Seattle, and they uh, we smoked a joint with um, the mom, and um, I think the dad maybe took a hit, but they really just had an absolute blast with us. We were up all night laughing and stuff, and so uh, he doesn't. he claims to not even remember the kumquat. Uh, oh, I, I think he's being gracious. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna find you dead in a field one day with just a single a single kumquat on your chest <laughs> or you'll go you're gonna go missing we'll never find the body no we'll find your car your car with just one kumquat, kumquat. On, the, on the on the driver's seat <laughs> Next to your wallet. <laughs> Next to your wallet and cell phone. Like. <laughs> oh, man. 
long story short, we're invited back uh, for the wedding. That's incredible. No, yeah, that's, that's this great. summer. Yeah. So pretty cool stuff. What's it like hanging out with like super rich people like that? It's, it's really be, bizarre, honestly. Yeah, it's got to be weird. When we rolled up to his place, it's like this plantation, right? You know, super white out, you know, wood and every, everything's, you know, the wraparound porch, the screen yeah. doors. It's very plantation-like. And uh, he has all he had all the helpers tending to the uh, to the grapes, and he had a a row of like uh, olive trees. And his wife was out in the garden. She's that's her hobby. It's what she does for her everyday life, yeah. you know. And she was just tending to the garden, and we walk up and around the porch, and we had never met them before. And he's sitting there just watching everybody work and toll at his <laughs> to his fields and stuff, and he's smoking this ginormous cigar, drinking and drinking a beer, and just having like uh, a, a wonderful day. And that's the living, that's the life, man. I'm telling you, it's the dream. Uh, and uh, he didn't know who we were, but we walked up, and he immediately was just this great host and offered us some drinks, and <laughs> it was really, it was just a really fun time. And they have this uh, really nice pool, like heated saltwater pool, and the hot tub, and we. It was just, it was a wild. The pool house, their pool house, was nicer than any other hotel I had ever stayed in in my life. And you could literally, <laughs> uh, there was another couple that we had been friends with that was staying there as well, and they stayed in the pool house. And it's, it's like a paradise vacation spot. It's incredible. So. Yeah. What is it like to hang out with them? I, you know, I don't know. It's a, like yeah. they they act so normal that you don't even think about it really. But there's just like the nicest shit all around you. Everything is super nice, and he's telling you yeah. stories about how the wife needs a new car, so they, you know, test drove Teslas all day the other weekend. You know, and that's yeah. that's definitely something you and I don't go do. <laughs> Test drove a Bugatti. Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, well, there actually was an element where she was just totally turned off the idea of driving a Tesla, and she would rather have, like, a Mercedes or a BMW or whatever, you know? I can't even remember the type of cars they were talking about. Really? Yeah, they were crazy. Hmm. But, you know, they talk about, too, like, uh, taking a boat from where they are to San Francisco to their hotel that they stay at once in a while, or not hotel, their super luxurious apartment that oversees the bridge and you could see Alcatraz and it's just everything is in this view and you have your own private freaking elevator and you don't have floor numbers the floors are the names of the people who own the floors yeah i dude i those play I, when i go into those buildings downtown that are like that it's insane absolutely you got to have like a when there's like a, a a guy in the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you can't. Yeah. And what's weird is I don't think that guy leaves. He's just in that elevator. He's just there. It's not a lot of action, too, because, you know, there's only so many people living in this one specific apartment. But there's always somebody in there. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of creepy. They should make like a horror movie based on that premise. <laughs> I think they did. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so that was. That was my trip, and uh, I have that coming up this year, and so we're kind of, um, you know, we're strapped for cash, and we're strapped for time, and we're, we have a lot of traveling to do. 
time, plus I have so much stuff to do around the house. I am really falling behind on the yard work, man. And my, cra oh, my crazy neighbor, he, uh, two years ago, he was all about not watering the grass, you know, because it was super trendy to not water stuff because, yeah. I don't know, climate change. and Because <laughs> he needed a drink? <laughs> yeah, well, now he's watering his grass all the time. And I have, I've been behind on the grass watering, and my grass looks like shit. It's all dead and brown. Nah, so, I don't water it. Uh, you know, I think I'm, uh, I'm going to get on it. It's not worth it. It's a never-ending battle for what? I so like to think, yeah, it's supremacy of the neighborhood. I get to walk around with the nice grass, you know. Eh. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, we'll see. I'm probably not going to have time this year to water the grass, but I'm doing the garden. <laughs> I'm excited for the garden, which takes enough water as it is. But the garden's yeah, important, especially with all the food shortages coming up. <laughs> yeah what is with all the food shortage dude can't you guys just do like a rock uh like rocks instead of grass you're you're talking about zero scape or as some of the heady shreddy hippie people like to say a zero scape zero yeah it's like x e r o i think okay okay yeah you can't do that I could but like not be not be gay about it. <laughs> you know? I well, that's the thing. It, Can you? That is it yeah, possible? Yeah. I don't know. I is think it, once is you there commit, a non like non gay version of that. No, I think once you put in the zero scape, you say things like zero, and then you suddenly have a Prius in your driveway. That's it. It's over. <laughs> that X just appears on your driver's license <laughs> for, for gender. The city knows. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> just happens we might go down that route i i feel like it's a lot of work but then once you do it that's no work at all so yeah there's a lot of positives there but i don't know yeah it just seems like a waste all that time and money putting into grass well my neighbor's back into it man he's he's into it which uh, i find shocking because i thought everybody on the left is totally against you know or they're into the saving the environment now, hardcore. So I feel like people would be really into conserving water nowadays. But, you know, it's hard to keep up Seriously. with the narrative, man. I have no idea. You know, neighbors are the worst. Like, actually, right now, my neighbors are great because uh, everybody on my side of the street, nobody's cut the grass yet. Oh, nice. So, you know, mine just looks like everybody else's. <laughs> I just cut mine today. Ah, oh, so you're the dick. See, now your neighbors is gonna look bad. No, man, fucking my it. neighbors have been cutting it for like two weeks. Really? Yeah. Uh, I look bad. I'm the asshole on the block. <laughs> That's why I had to cut it today. That's why I got to start watering it. There, I got one neighbor. He puts all sorts of like toothpaste and weird kind of shit into this like compound. And he sprays it onto his grass. His grass looks greenish blue year round it's unbelievable oh that's that moose stuff he right? said he learned it from some golf channel and it's how they preserve the grass yeah. on golf courses there's nothing natural about it it's probably they why we it have... like the, it's like it's like a moose that you spray that's what they call it because it literally looks like hair moose really it's yeah i don't yeah. know i never he does it in the cover of darkness i think when no one's watching Oh, dude, that's the kind of stuff you do in the dark. <laughs> when you're when you're spraying your moose on your lawn, you don't do that when people can see. You know? <laughs> well, dude, my neighbor has a a new flag up. Oh, Black Lives Matter. 
No, no, they wear the Black Lives Matter t-shirts when they uh, invite me uh, over for ice cream. <clears throat> Just bizarre. Uh, 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 pr- pride flag? No, they have always had their... Pr- their pride flag is, like, worn and faded from the sun. It's been up for so long, man. It's just it, it's just one beige color now at this point. It's not even the rainbow. <laughs> They're going to have a retirement ceremony. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. How do you retire the, the pride flag? Is it the same as the American? Do you fold it up in the triangle and do the whole thing? <laughs> no, that's not how you retire the flag, man. You cut the stars from the stripes and burn it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I guess the gay flag, you like separate all the colors, oh, take, turns, right. take turns jerking off on it, and then the gayest <laughs> one eats it. I don't know that's how they do it. Dude. So they got their pride flag up, and they just put up on the other side, not the American flag. They only bring that out for the 4th of July week, I believe. Oh, yeah, fuck um, America. Yeah, no, no, Ukraine. Shut the fuck yeah. up. No way. Oh, yeah. So they have no American flag up, but they no. have a Ukraine flag yes. up? Yes. <laughs> are, are they at all Ukrainian? No. No, oh, dude. God. No. Of course not. Of course not. No, oh, Emma is more God. Ukrainian than the entire family put together. Get the fuck out of here. Yes. There are two flags adjoin, adjoining, adjoining, adjoining. I don't know. I'm too dumb to know the word, but uh, the two flags at the sides of the driveway, it's the pride flag and the Ukraine flag. No way. Yeah. Oh, man. When I saw it debuted for the first time, my jaw hit the floor. So your neighbors who are not gay and not Ukrainian have a gay gay pride flag (laughs) and a Ukrainian flag. Well, so their daughter is trans. Oh, God. And she's a he now. Yeah. And so, and they, they, uh, their other daughter, who I'm not sure, I'm not sure if she's an open lesbian yet or what the deal is there, but she is a devout supporter of Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Sounds sounds about right. It sounds like that family's moving in the right direction there. Well, both parents are uh, retired teachers. <laughs> Public school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Shocker. Jesus Christ. But come on, dude. I couldn't. I, there's there's a lot of jokes going on about the NPCs, and you and I have just been howling, laughing at the people who replaced the. The vaccine um, needle with the, the Ukraine yeah, the flag. <laughs> yeah, <dude>. Just <laughs> so quickly, like, they all got the memo instantly. They got, everyone got the DM in their Twitter, and they're just like, you gotta change it. Uh, they put out this Ukraine flag, man. And I, it's not the only one. I've seen it throughout the neighborhood. I, I go on these runs where I kind of get to get a nice little view of the entire neighborhood, and... The, they're out, man. Those flags, <laughs> I've been seeing them. But this one hit a little close to home because I could see it through my window. <laughs> God. You don't even know what you're supporting anymore. Well, you're, just fucking... you're supporting Nazis now, openly. Yeah, literal Nazis, dude. You're just, you have no idea what you're supporting. You're just f- listening to MSNBC and running with it. Literally. Jesus Christ. 
Have you seen? You, you some could probably these... go around. You could probably go around your neighborhood, and everybody that has a Ukrainian flag, those are the assholes that downloaded CNN Plus. <laughs> yeah, the ten thousand assholes. <laughs> the ten thousand assholes. Yeah. It officially is over, by the way. I think the. I think it. You can't even find it now. CNN Plus. Dude, they were project. They were. They're. Pre- they were predicting twenty million. Oh my god. Like to sign on? Yeah. Who who was giving them these projections? Uh, Brian Stelter. Yeah. I I believe it was Mrs. Stelter, Brian's mom. (laughs) No, no, you're gonna they love him. (laughs) They love his bald head and everything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. It's such an outrageous guess. Like nobody, how could they even pres- like presume that with nobody watching their shows whatsoever? Yeah, they'd never break a million anymore uh, d- <clears throat> during the like prime time, and they thought they would get like twenty million, something like that. I think it's- it was like worldwide projections or something. But still, I, what do you- I, I think they, saw, <laughs> I, I think they saw Joe Rogan. Yeah, thank you. That's and what they, I was thinking, they, exactly. And they were like, yeah, we could do that. And then they pumped $300 million into it. Yep. <laughs> came up really short. I think... They really missed the boat, dude. They don't get that, like, everybody who went to podcast, they went to podcast because they don't like you. Right. You know? It's not... <laughs> they're not... Avoiding your show because you're not on a podcast and you're on cable. No, no, they just don't like you, which is why they're going to podcast for news. Or just to hear um, validation in some sense. Maybe, okay, there's some other people out there who think like I do. I'm not so crazy. Or even an alternative view. Maybe I maybe I want to hear a view that I don't agree with. Brian Stelter, you know why I never watched your show? I don't have to. I know what you're gonna say. I already <laughs> yes. know. I literally already know your opinion on everything. It's just, you know, it's not your real opinion, but it is. It's the opinion you're gonna say on TV. Not so. only that, too. I mean, people used to think that you could go to CNN for news or whatever the fuck real reliable sources is, but. They people woke up to the fact that not only are you spewing bull, but you have a deep seated agenda and it's politically motivated and you guys are starting to control things and it's getting really scary. We're entering 1984 territory. You know, Brian Stelter, you are the face of Big Brother, dude. That's who you are. Absolutely. CNN is Big Brother. It's it's state media. It's no different than whatever the hell they have uh, news media-wise in North Korea or Russia. Russia? Yeah, it's Russian TV. Yes. It's the same shit. And here, people have just woken up to it. And fortunately, here in America, we still have First Amendment rights, and we still have the ability to say what we want and find platforms where people are saying what they want and kind of latch onto it. You and I have talked about this a lot. People are kind of afraid to get behind a microphone and say what they think. Uh, they're afraid yeah. of the backlash and the repercussions. And I, if 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 what they think goes against the mainstream narrative, right, right, yeah. 
If you if you agree that kids should be trans, oh, you're fucking shouting that from the goddamn rooftop. But if you're like, no, I don't think you should talk to kids about that shit. You're like quietly trying to find like a nice way to say it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. But then it's funny, the trans thing, especially, man. I mean, you and I and everybody on the right was ranting and raving about Leah Thomas when she was racking up all these medals and crushing chicks on the uh, in, <laughs> in the pools. <clears throat> all of a sudden now, somehow, people on the left caught wind of what this situation was and what was <laughs> happening, and they kind of started to get outraged themselves, I think. I've noticed that a lot of the pro-Leah Thomas stuff and actually anything to do with her has really kind of disappeared. A lot of the no the the trans thing is a huge backfire. I I don't think I don't think the left the people on the left realized what they were voting for. I don't think they realized people were going after kids the way they were. You know what I really think uh, happened is that don't say gay bill. I think that really backfired on the left. Yeah, because yeah because people actually looked into it. Right. We're like we're like wait a minute. I actually agree with this. <laughs> <laughs> I, when I explained it simply to other people, even Emma, when she looked at me and said, what is this don't say gay thing everybody are talking about? And I said, Ron DeSantis and the politicians of Florida want to sign a bill into law that prohibits teachers from teaching anything sex or gender based to kids under fifth grade. And she's like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Like, why was it? Perfect sense. Why doesn't, what's the outrage? There, well, the outrage is... People just need to be outraged, I feel like. <laughs> should have been called the innocence bill. You know, we're just going to, like, preserve innocence until fifth grade. Wow. You know? <laughs> like, that's a great call. Man, maybe the biggest problem with the Republicans is they have they don't have any good, like, um, titling or phrasing. They're not really good at advertising that kind yeah. of shit. Where the left is really great at, like, anytime any kind of subject comes up, they have an, a phrase instantly, a really catchy bumper sticker-like slogan that they could just slap to anything. And yeah, they are good at it. They're really good they're at it, good man. At it. It's crazy. And all all we're able to do is come up with like Trump derangement syndrome or mass yeah. psychosis. <laughs> and like it's like a, Can we get something a little catchier, guys? You know? I thought Let's Go Brandon was pretty good. <laughs> you know? So good. That was the highlight of the right. By the way, did you see that they had the White House Correspondents' Dinner this weekend? Dude, what kind of drugs did they shoot into Joe Biden? I think this time it was just straight cocaine. They just stuffed his oh. face in a bag filled with it and just made yeah. him breathe for like two minutes. And then they're like, go, Joe, go! <laughs> they Al Pacino'd him before the fucking thing. Just dumped his face into a mound of cocaine. Dude, he was like, his mind was like, he was racing through those fucking jokes. Did you see how fast he was talking? Well, yeah, I mean. <laughs> it was amphetamines for sure, dude. He was. That was so funny. Here's a little taste of uh, Sleepy Joe. At the same, at the same time, a lot of people say the Republican Party is too extreme. Man, you're right. He's he's got a an, a pep to that stuff, oh, man. He, 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 Holy he can't cow. Sl- dude, he can't slow himself down. He's jacked. He's like, I know what I got to say. I'm ready to say it, and he's just spitting it out. <laughs> 
<laughs> I want whatever he's got, man. <laughs> too divisive, too controlled by one person. They say that's not your father's Republican Party. Ronald Reagan said, Mr. Gorbachev, tear this wall down. Today's Republicans say, tear down Mickey Mouse's house. And pretty soon they'll be wah, storming Cinderella's wah. castle, you can be sure of it. <laughs> but Republicans <laughs> say, wah, wah, that is so bad. <laughs> who, who, wrote, who wrote that joke, dude? That's really bad, dude. Who wrote that joke, dude? That's, that reminds me of like a, like a five-year-old coming up to you and telling them their new knock-knock joke, you know? <laughs> dude, that was an Amy Schumer joke for sure. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure Trevor wrote, uh, Noah wrote that one for him. Oh, yeah, yeah we'll, Trevor Noah. We'll yeah. get to Trevor in a second, don't worry. to support one fella, some guy named Brandon. He's having a really good year. And I'm kind of happy for him. That was a good one. I thought that, that was, was good. Part. All right, yeah. I thought that was funny. I thought it'd give we we bash Joe a lot, so I thought we give Joe a little a little bit of a prop. There. No, he did have some really good jokes in there, but he, the way he was talking, it was like, man, they definitely shot him up with something. Totally. And by the way, this is um, a Democratic president. You're going to get all the best Hollywood elites uh, in the biz to write you some really good jokes for this one, obviously. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of people support this dude. Um, you know, Trump doesn't need it. Trump can just go up there and, you know, spit fire. Well, <laughs> dude, dude, almost, almost every news channel talked about how uh, Trump didn't do a correspondence dinner. And all they talked about was how Trump's not the kind of guy that could laugh at himself or take a joke. He did a Comedy Central roast. Literally. Uh, what do you mean? He had the funniest people in America make fun of him for yeah. an hour on, on national television. Yeah. Like, wh what are you guys talking about? <laughs> the Trump narrative really never made sense because he really was a media darling <clears throat> all the way up until his presidency. It's so weird. Yeah, even during his during the run. Yeah, they loved during him, the man. They they yeah. couldn't they couldn't get enough Trump. Everything was Trump during the campaign. They loved the guy, but then all of a sudden he's um, Hitler now. Yeah, <laughs> it's really wild swing. And the, uh, that, then they had they tried to push that whole narrative where he was in mental decline. And now you can't even say that about Joe Biden, who's clearly just mush brain at this point, except for whatever, uh, whatever the hell he was pumped up with last night or two nights ago, whenever this was crazy. Crazy. Yeah, those were some uppers for sure. So um, I really enjoyed the Joe Biden part, but uh, you know me, Mike, I love Trevor Noah. He's just yeah. <laughs> The fact that they keep tr they keep trying to make him like a relevant, yes, funny like Look, they, you know. I don't, get dude. He hosted the fucking Grammys, man. Did he really? Why do they they keep trying oh, to yeah, prop yeah, yeah. him up like he's this star <laughs> and like everybody wants Trevor Noah to be there and to do these things? He's he's not funny, man. He's not funny at all. He said one funny it may, thing. It actually, maybe maybe he would be funny if he could drop the super left uh, ideology. Yeah, I think if he would play a little bit more into his foreignness, to be honest, and the fact that he has this outside perspective, 
and be less um, a shill for the Democratic Party. It would be more fun to to hear what he has to say. But I I don't know. I, I have no idea what... His, the only funny thing he said at this correspondence dinner was at the end of his speech, everyone was getting up and clapping or leaving, and he said something along the lines of, be careful leaving because uh, this administration uh, seems to always bungle evacuations. You know, and was, <laughs> yeah, something yeah. along those lines. But here's uh, here's Mr. Noah, uh, the darling of the left, and apparently the funniest guy uh, that they could possibly get. Apparently he's the funniest man alive. Apparently. There's many big names here tonight. Yeah, one of my favorites, Ron DeSantis, is here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I'm actually surprised that he found the time. You know, he's been so busy trying to outmaneuver Trump for 2024. I see you, Ron. I see you, Flair. Yeah, I've seen what you've been doing, blaming Trump for the lockdowns, distancing yourself from the vaccines that Trump created with his own two hands. Nobody knew how to make vaccines until I made them. Beautiful, beautiful vaccines. Nobody knew how. Not even Fauci. (laughs) But Ron, Ron is playing it coy, man. He won't even tell people if he got the booster, yeah. Or as they say in Florida, don't ask, don't tell. Am I right? (laughs) I'll see you, Ron. You see, what I like about Ron DeSantis is is like, if Trump was the original Terminator, DeSantis is like the T-1000. You know, you're smarter than him. You're slicker than him. You can walk down ramps, yeah. (laughs) Because you see, no, Trump said he won the election, but everyone was just able to look at the numbers and see that he was wrong. That's why Ron DeSantis is one step ahead. First, you ban the math <coughs> textbooks. Then, nobody knows how to count the votes. Boom! My man! Ha, ha, ha! Wow. What a room! Wow. That was... funny. Oh, my God. Dude. Trevor Noah. Why, why did he pick Ron DeSantis? They're... They are laser focused on DeSantis. This guy has to run in 2024 at this point. They're they're just so obsessed with him. <coughs> it's unbelievable. That was bad, man. That was really bad. That was very that was really bad. That was terrible. I don't even know what his angle was. <coughs> this guy's a joker. And not in the and not in the good way. <laughs> and I get that he was funny. I I've seen some of his older stand up. It's really like I thought he was. I just don't understand what once he got into the Daily Show, man, everything kind of changed. And he's and the Daily Show became total trash. Total trash. What what was it? What was that joke, though? Don't ask, don't tell. Are you saying he's gay, too? Or what was that? So, yeah, there I think there was this (sighs) multi layered angle for the gay uh, stuff. And then also, I think he's hinting at the idea that. He's vaccinated and boosted, but, you know... It, Doesn't want to say it? Yeah, uh, yeah, but, but... But he did say he was vaccinated and boosted because his wife has is, like, immunocompromised because she's on chemo. Right. He, like, he, that's, why, that's why your jokes are falling, are falling flat. It's not true. He's, he admitted he was vaccinated. He just didn't want to force you to get vaccinated. Yeah, it's a huge like, difference. What do you guys what do you guys not see about that? You know? The the argument always was lost, I think, on everyone when it came down to, look, I'm not against vaccines. I'm against mandates. 
Yeah, take difference. your vaccine. Take your vaccine. Take, va- take your vax, wear your mask. I don't care. Just leave me alone. <laughs> leave me out of your game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to play by these rules. <laughs> you know? Come on. You know, Fauci didn't go that wasn't there because of, of supposedly the risk of COVID. No, shut up. I can't yeah, even I, I'm shocked again, Mike. How many major things have we had now and no Fauci? Zero well, Fauci, he's... man. He wasn't at the uh, State of the Union. Celebrated. V- mission accomplished. Victory. He's, he's, scared. he's scared. Well, they're slow leaking the Pfizer information about their trials. And essentially, did you see in the news, they lifted the vaccine mandate in Italy because there are uh, too many deaths associated with the vaccine. Oh, wow. To continue the mandate. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's why you don't see Fauci throwing out the first pitch anymore. That's why. Uh, yeah. That's why he's not I, the I guest of honor at these things. Their, their narratives and everything, they're, they're, it's falling flat, dude, because you're, it's obvious you're lying. You guys were the party of defund the police. Now crime is through the roof. You're, you're the party that tried to force these mandates down our throat. Now kids are fucked up, right? Yeah. And you're going to try to call out DeSantis. It, it, Joe Biden made a comment, too. He did this whole... Th- it was all over the like uh, left news media. At the White uh, House uh, Correspondents' Dinner? <clears throat> yeah, how uh, um, Joe Biden shuts down Fox News. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> Joe Biden no. obliterates Fox News. No. And then they show... Because he called them, he's like, uh, something about the media and everything. And he goes, and you had to be vaccinated and boosted to come to this dinner. So it's funny that there's uh, Fox News people here. And it's like, again. Yeah, it's like, again, like, no, the reason reason it doesn't work is because they never said they weren't vaccinated. They just said they didn't want to force everybody else to get vaccinated. Also, Joe, anybody who's anybody has fake vaccine cards, bro. Come on. Yeah, I (laughs) think. Come on. Not only that, did you see? Not only that, did you see the goalpost change that happened this week? What was that? The goalpost shifted again because remember the vaccines were one hundred percent safe, one hundred percent effective. That's right. And then they just, well, not effective at infection. Exactly. <laughs> you know, yes, just, yes. You know, and then, uh, okay, well, some people are having breakthrough cases that are dying. You know, but it's still overwhelmingly unvaccinated. Now they're saying, well, actually, it's about 50-50. So oh my God. it doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not. It's about 50, <laughs> it, it really doesn't matter who's dying. Like, oh, so now you're moving the goalpost again. When are we going <laughs> to finally admit? When do you admit that they just don't work? Well, yeah. they can't because have you seen what's trending this past week? It was hashtag um, immunize for fives or immunize under fives. Get the fuck out of here. Man, they need it because this information is leaking out slowly, but it's coming out that these vaccines are bad news. And what they need to protect themselves is they need to get the kids under five locked into this immunization treatment. Oh, dude, is that, I meant to ask you that. That's right. Because did you see fucking Fauci? He said the pandemic was over. And then the yes. next day, <laughs> the, ne- the next I, day I he had time to, to clip it. Yeah. Oh, and then the next day he had to run around to literally every channel being like, nah, I didn't mean over. <laughs> I, 
Did I say over? I didn't mean over. Now, okay? Dr. Fauci, uh, 48 hours ago, you said that the <laughs> pandemic is pretty much over. What did you mean by that? <laughs> well, when I, when I said it was over, I was talking as a virologist. Okay? <laughs> I forgot. I'm also an employee of Pfizer. Okay? <laughs> As an employee of Pfizer, we're in the midst of the worst pandemic. Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you. It's just getting worse. We need more, more vaccines. <laughs> now wear your mask. <laughs> Don't talk to Two. grandma. I think we're up to three. Three masks. Three masks. <laughs> five shots. Don't talk to grandma. Don't talk to grandma, please. We're almost out of this. We're almost out of the woods. <laughs> I forgot. That's funny. That happened so fast, and they had to erase it so quickly that 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 I think they just they just they flooded the news with Johnny Depp. They're just like open up, open up she the Johnny the Depp. She shit the bed. Ever heard? Shit the bed. Give him, quick, give him the Johnny Depp penis story. Hurry up. We gotta cover this up quick. Give him the dick story. Dude, there, like, wasn't even a, a retraction or nothing. It was like, USA Today, pandemic's over. One hour later, story gone. Back New on. story <laughs> about how you need a virus, you need a vaccine. Like, what the Get fuck? Get your fourth dude? shot. <laughs> pandemic, back on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it was over, and then the next day, it was like, oh, it's back on. We got to get the five-year-olds. <laughs> Wait, shit. We got to stop ourselves from getting sued. Get the five-year-olds the shots. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, bring out the Johnny Depp penis story. Hurry! Did I, did I say it's over? Well, that was before the market crash. Uh, we gotta cover our losses. Well, yeah, the mark, uh, the economy retracted like 1.47% or whatever. Uh, oh, the market's taken. We, we are it's... in a full-on, full-blown recession. They have to cover it up, so of course it's just non-stop Frank, Johnny Frank... Depp. <laughs> Frank this, this Frank this just proves how stupid you are, okay? <laughs> yeah, Let me yeah. tell you why. This is true. This the, is very true. The economy is doing great. Okay? You're too stupid to realize that no, the all the predictors of a recession, we had those. We're past that. <laughs> and then the the actual definition of a recession is two quarters of negative GDP growth. <laughs> Frank, we only had one. So we're not in a band uh, a recession right. yet. Right. Don't be stupid. I'm the economy's great. We've just surpassed all the predictors, and we're waiting on the one last. <laughs> right. <laughs> but technically, we're not in one yet. No, dude. The story's going around about how we had this negative GDP growth. And yeah. The economy, and all the stories were you just might not see it, but the economy's doing really good. Oh, oh, that's right. Of course. It, that's just like that one invisible, what was it, virus that nobody sees or feels. I can't yeah. remember. What was it called again? <laughs> that didn't kill anybody until we had vaccines. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> kind of reminds me of that whole invisible thing that nobody could see or feel or touch. 
Yeah. 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 Okay. That invisible economy that's doing so great. Mm. I mean, they're saying with and every. All, and if we do survive all these invisible things, uh, the invisible climate change, that'll get you in the long run. <laughs> that's so right. don't, don't think you're out of the woods. <laughs> so definitely don't buy that house next door to Nancy Pelosi, you know, on the beachfront or Bill Gates or, you know, any of the other. Or Obama. Yeah. yeah. Or Leo DiCaprio. No, they don't uh, live in the, you know, in beachfront areas. Of course not. Of course not. They're I don't scared. see many of them uh, flocking to northern Canada. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's the real estate market in Montana? You know? <laughs> well, a lot of a lot of people move into the Montana, Idaho areas. They're they have to get away from Gavin Newsom and Lori Lightfoot, dude. <laughs> Can't live near that. <laughs> How do you prosper in those areas? You can't. You gotta. Now you have to go to Montana or wherever else people are going. Colorado. Not so much Colorado anymore. We had uh, the first ever exodus out of Denver in like 15 years. <clears throat> oh, shit. Really? Actual Denver? Po- Denver lost population. Yes. Yeah. Wow. A lot of people moved out of Denver to places like uh, Colorado Springs. It's where the Air Force is. Very conservative. Oh. Uh, one of the first places to stop with the mask bull and following any of the COVID crap. Probably have a very uh, well-staffed police department. Yes, they are highly funded. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Compared to Never Denver, defunded. where we chose to defund, and crime is through the roof and historic at this point. I don't know. I, I actually I don't even know what happened. I, I don't understand why. But Denver and Boulder specifically held on to their precious fucking mask mandates that they just love so much. And I, I, they, uh, those are the two places where when they were getting ready to lift, all you would hear from people is, well, we'll see how long this lasts. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. It's going to kill them. That's going to be your... Why? Yeah, I don't know why. You... That's why I, want... I really want to leave Chicago because you know it's coming back. Really? You know they're gonna do it. You know they're gonna do it for if not COVID, it's gonna be another you virus. You keep saying there's, the flu. There, I know you love that one. There's gonna be a bad. I'm telling you, dude. There's gonna be a a really bad flu strain. It's a really bad flu strain. Yeah, it's very possible. I feel like masks and COVID and BLM, all of that crap, is a big loser now. And I feel like the effects of those policies and idealisms have shown their ugly face at this point. And we now see the results of lockdowns and masks and everything, man. Defund the police. It's bad news bears. I believe, actually, what we're going to see, especially out here in Colorado, is a big red wave over the next two years. And you're going to see even a lot of local places go red. You're already seeing it. Elon Musk posted that meme that the left fucking lost their oh, minds lost over, their man. Mind, which is how you know it's true. Yes. You know that fucking hurt because they went crazy. He struck, he struck a serious nerve. And you know the meme I'm talking about, the one with the the three people standing on the yeah. line, center, and it goes left. Left, left, left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. could anything explain it more better than that meme? And the fact that Elon tweets it, and literally, I, I there was just a, an avalanche of just, you know, leftist tears. <laughs> I yeah, guess it, it would mean, be what it, a... 
Not when, an avalanche, when, but <laughs> when Bill Maher and Monson. Alex Jones are sounding like they agree on political issues, you know, they're agreeing on political issues, like your party has gone crazy. Well, Bill Maher, dude, he's got to be in the doghouse for the left because he was on Joe Rogan recently. Yeah. He's spouting nonstop um, anti-COVID stuff. He He's really against the BLM crap, I think, at this point. And I I think, I don't know. I think the BLM, to be honest with you, more than the COVID, I'm starting, I'm really starting to think that the BLM thing is what are, it's going to kill. It's what killed the cities, and it's going to uh, ruin the political careers of all these people. Like Lightfoot, yes. dude, the people that talk about shit about Lightfoot, it, it is everybody poor black rich white <laughs> everybody in between yeah. you know what i mean oh, like because yeah. because the only thing like it doesn't matter how poor you are or how rich or what you look like you want your fucking streets to be safe you want your kids to be able to play outside you want your kid to be able to walk to school you know what i mean you oh yes definitely that is and in the house you bought is your is your life savings that is your biggest investment you do not want to see that property value decrease so not only are you you're not creating i mean you're creating this environment where my kid is not safe they can't learn and my fucking home value is going down yeah (laughs) what the fuck i mean that's it oh and now soldier field wants to leave right yeah the bears are gonna leave I think there's serious problems in these major cities. Denver is no different than Chicago or whatever's going on in California, New York. They're trying to sweep it under the rug. They're trying to be quiet about it, but people are exiting these cities. There's, it's a mass exodus, if you will, from all these cities, I think, that's going on that nobody wants to talk about. Like I said, Denver lost 6,000-plus residents for the first time, having registered losing residents in f- over 15 years. What changed? In 15 years, well, the COVID stuff was a big deal, but I think you're onto it, Mike. I think the let's defund the police and increase crime and then not prosecute criminals when we do catch them. Let's see how well this goes. Let's see how long this lasts before people decide, well, fuck this place. I'm not going to open up a restaurant here. I'm not going to open up a business here. I'm out of here. Yeah. That's what we're seeing happening. And and, and it's a terrible spiral down because people with like families with kids move out. And those are the people that make the neighborhood safe. You know what I mean? Like they move, they move out and then you got young, like call it like 20, 30 year olds with no kids moving in. And those are the fucking criminals. (laughs) Yeah. You know, that's when the neighborhood turns to shit. Well, I think Lori Lightfoot is out, man. I mean, I've seen recently some interviews with her, and even the media there has had enough of her, of her crap. Like they're they've been, uh, yeah. they're tearing her to pieces in these interviews at this point. And uh, apparently, Gavin Newsom wants to run for president. So, see how that goes. You and I've been talking fucking, about fucking. How- <laughs> oh my god! Do you know who's making a run? Who's talking to fucking donors? No, no, I don't. Fat ass JB Pritzker. Shut up, dude. That's why I keep tr- I keep trying to tell you, dude. The delude. These people are so delusional, man. What universe he, do they live in? I don't he understand. This. He's got a shot, man. I'm talking, and I'm telling you, dude. That's why these like you think there's gonna be the red wave, and there's gonna be a red wave. But like Chicago, I mean, it might have got bluer, you know. To be honest, like that, a lot of Republicans left. 
Oh yeah, okay, that actually makes some sense, you know. And then you got, you know, the and then that's why, you know, <laughs> so Mary Lori Lightfoot, right. she now lives on the north side where right. there's no more Republicans, and she never goes to the poor neighborhood, so she doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about, right? Yes. And the same thing with Pritzker, they live in this world where they, th- dude, his commercials, Pritzker's speeches, they all he talks about is the Illinois budget and the debt <laughs> and the deficit. And it's like, dude, the only reason you got, you literally got bailed out of debt by the fucking COVID relief. Yep. So stop. Just fucking stop. Joe Biden, stop bragging about the economy, the jobs, you know, unemployment record decrease. I don't understand how they spin <clears throat> that shit, man. You it sh- gives shut me a the headache. Shit down. Yeah. <laughs> you know? If I tell you, Frank, you can't go to work. And then now I say, hey, Frank, now you can go to work. Hey, look, Frank got a job. It's because of me. <laughs> well, you were the asshole that stopped him from working. <laughs> what kind of world do we live in, man? But yeah, that's what I mean, dude. They're so delusional. JB, I, I, <clears throat> if I read it right, I think JB Pritzker, no matter what, is going to try to primary Joe Biden. Wow. And yeah. potentially then Gavin Newsom. And then on the right side, we have a primary uh, looking like, what, DeSantis um, and uh, Trump and uh, The Rock. This is shaping up to be a really fun. <laughs> the Rock. <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So this could be a really fun election. I'm excited. You, th- you think Rand Paul's going to go again? No, maybe I don't. I think yeah. he's savvy to the fact that he's just maybe one of the most unlikable people in all of politics. Uh, second, <laughs> third, world, third, probably to Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell. Uh, you yeah. know, <laughs> I think he totally realizes and recognizes that, and he's just. I think he's just settled into his um, sidekick hero role where he's. Uh, holding other people to task in in the Senate, which I yeah. we need we need more of that. That's not a bad rule. No, I dig it. And I, again, I don't agree with a lot of stuff Rand Paul is into, but his his uh, COVID stuff has has been really on on the money. And uh, when they here's get what I'll control, say about, here's what, uh, you know what I'll say about Rand Paul. Not that I like him or hate him, but I never really noticed when he was there and we didn't need him, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know? And yeah. then when we did need him during COVID, I was really glad he was there. Yeah. So, you know, he's never really hurt, but he did a lot of good when you needed him. Yes. Yeah, I totally so, agree with that. No, that's, uh, that's right on the money. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's going to be a really fun political season, though. And, dude, I mean, we're, enter- we're in May. This is May. And nobody's talking. Where's nobody's the midterms? <laughs> Where are Dude, the they, name one person? Joe Biden uh, is has uh, endorsed. Domestic. Yeah. Well, Dude, I, did you see? I don't know if you caught that on Twitter, but I posted that thing about uh, how how you can name like a dozen people Trump is endorsing, right? But nobody, Joe Biden, the most popular president in history, is endorsing. <laughs> I got I got so many hate comments, right? Yeah, I'm sure. And half of them were like, I can name somebody he's endorsing. And then they named somebody that Trump is endorsing and that was doing bad. And I would like, you know what I mean? I would respond to be like, no, name somebody Biden is endorsing. (laughs) They can't. No response. Never got a response. Never got 
he's not endorsing anybody. Nobody wants that no. fucking death touch endorsement. Yeah, dude, that's fucking cyanide, man. Why would you take that poison? It's, it's that fucking uh, poison tooth. You know, you always see in the movies. Yes, the fake yeah, where you crack it open you bite the spine. Down on. Yeah. <laughs> that's if you want to get out of politics. Can I get Biden's endorsement, please? I gotta, I'm tired of this. I really got to throw this one. Yeah. <laughs> What's even more interesting, actually, um, what Democrat, what high-ranking Democrat is endorsing anyone? Who's Obama endorsing? Oh, Obama's endorsing people. He's out he's, there? He, yeah. He, I think he endorsed Nina Turner. Oh, Mike, that's your favorite. Yeah. Nina. Or not, um, was it Nina Turner? I don't know. I know he endorsed a few people. Obama's doing the runs, but that's a great point. Uh, fucking the camel's not out there endorsing Where's the camel? Either. That's kind of where I was heading with it. Pete Buttigieg, Mr. Number Two in line uh, for running <laughs> the country. Number two? <laughs> uh, he's, who's he endorsing? Other than his boyfriend, uh, Chase. Chase <laughs> Mike, Pete is busy breastfeeding right now. He has no time <laughs> to squeeze in. Any kind of campaigning. Uh, of course not. His nipples are just so sore. He can't he can't handle any more <laughs> any more stress. <laughs> Men can do it, it just takes a little longer. Okay? <laughs> well, hey man, you've seen the pregnant man emoji, right? You know. Oh, Bill Gates? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> It fucking is Bill Gates. <laughs> Elon Musk is fucking killing it. <laughs>